Hello and welcome to the David Francisco podcast. Today on the podcast, I'm catching up with Simon Miller. I met Simon in training once and uh, we had a great relationship ever since. And uh, I haven't talked with him for a while now, so I decided to talk with him here on the podcast for you guys to listen to. It's an invasion of privacy, but I'm the one allowing it, so I guess that's fine. I don't know. Simon has been using all of this free time to dedicate himself to his YouTube channel, uh, which he's been having for years, but recently he's been focusing on that a bit more, putting videos out almost every day. And we'll talk a little bit about that, how he comes up with the videos he's going to put out, the process of putting it all together, how he started training for wrestling, what made him do it, and how he always gets confused with a celebrity that everyone knows, but not everyone wants to admit they know. I don't know, it, it's, it's taboo and weird. <laughs> it was a great conversation, and I'm sure that you'll enjoy it. This is Simon Miller on the David Francisco Podcast. Simon, how's um how's the adult entertainment um the industry going recently? Having in mind that I'm sure that it hasn't been. Oh no, wait, I'm confusing you with someone else. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, you're a funny man, David. You're a funny, funny guy. <laughs> it's all good though. I get that at least. I said this on a video the other day. At least a hundred times a day now. I counted it. Yeah, yeah. The other day, the other week, I decided I'm just going to count it today. And so I just counted random ones and I counted literally almost 100 references. And I was like, okay, that's just what we're doing. Well, how how they come? Is it like comments on your videos and um, and messages or is it like, where, where do you see these these references? Yeah, you know, YouTube comments. Some people just decide they'll uh, they'll ignore that entirely and come straight to me on Twitter, which is always nice. They're directly throwing it in my face so I can't miss it. It's very, very nice. The only problem with it is, you know, when it started happening, no one ever believes me, but it's a true story. I had no idea who the guy in question was. And at the time, I was working in, a, in an office, so I Googled him. Not something you want to do in a, in a work office. <laughs> I, I, I tell you that. So, But, you know, it's all good. I've always said this. I don't care what people say as long as they're saying something. You know, it's like the John Cena argument. But it is true. It's just nice for people to engage. But yeah, the, the biggest one is, you know, you take the content, uh, the context of the video. So let's say yeah, it's, a, it's a wrestling review video. And they go, Johnny Sin's reviewing wrestling. Or I do a fitness video. Oh, Johnny Sin's talking about fitness. Or I do a music video. Johnny Sin's talking about music. And you're like, okay, right. This is just my life. But I appreciate it. I, I like the fact that people care. <laughs> My question is actually, how many times do you get a th this specific matter, which is, oh Simon, did you know that you look like Johnny Sins? Oh, oh like, yeah, like, like like no one's ever brought it up before. <laughs> exactly. It's like I, I used to have that with um, there was like this meme going around about like uh, um, the Fanta bottle plus the stick equals fantastic, right? And people just sending me that all the time, and they would send me like that. I never seen it before. And I'm like, dude, I, I've had internet for the big majority of my life. This is one of the, this is like one of the first few, and this hasn't been around recently. It's been here for years, right? Yeah. Also, this fantastic David Francisco thing has been around since like 2011 or something. Don't you think that in the seven, eight years that I've been fantastic David Francisco, that I've seen this, this, this meme sent to me several times. It's just. <laughs> they think they're the first. I know you. I know you. I know we met two months ago, but come on now. Yeah. I existed before we met. It's because they need something, man. They need something to lay claim over. But unfortunately, there. I, 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 I couldn't even tell you who the first person was. But now I just. It's just part of my life now, as it is for you. We, I, I think we should both be lucky 
that we have such things thrown in our direction. It's uh, it's not anymore, to be fair, which is good. I think people have respected my wishes of a not being referenced to as uh, fantastic anymore. That's good. Um, yeah, that's and, not... and going with it, not being referenced to as average either. So, I guess <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, of course. That yeah. <laughs> that's not the same for me. I, I've already had about 10 Johnny Sins <laughs> today. So I, 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 if I opened my Twitter right now, there'd be another one. There just would. But hey, bring them on. Bring them on. Have you, I, I remain, do you have any interest in meeting Johnny Sins. I mean, a little bit, just because I think if I filmed it, it would do really well. <laughs> this is my, this is well. I did one video on my own channel where I just thought to troll people. I did a video called "I Am Not Johnny Sins," and it was just, it was a stupid. It, how much content is there? It was the shallowest stuff ever. But my idea was, as soon as you click that video, I know how YouTube works. And then in their recommended, they just had Johnny Sins videos. And I had one guy message me going, "Say, Miller, I've just had a blazing row with my girlfriend who thinks that." I'm <laughs> And I was like, there you go, man. I got you. I win. I win. So, yeah, on, uh, on, on that level, I'd love, to, I'd love to meet him on that level because I think I could uh, make something of it. I want to see the picture. I just want a picture of you, as the two of you standing next to each other wearing the same shirt. I, I, tell you, That's the <laughs> the same, I, I tell you the worst one. I was in New York City, New York City, and I walked into a GNC and the guy behind the counter asked me if I was Johnny Sins because he had been to a porn convention where he met Johnny Sins. I was like, dude, you've met him already. You must be able to tell the difference. <laughs> And I was late. I was late. For, I was late. I was working. I was working with what coach and I was late to an event and I had to have a 10 minute conversation with this guy trying to convince him that I wasn't a porn star. It's a weird situation to be in. But yeah, that's the worst one. No, no question. I love it. Simon. Uh, this is Simon, by the way. Uh, say hi, everybody. Say hey, hi to Simon. Hello, everyone. Nice to talk to you again, David. It's been it's been too long. It's good, man. Yeah. Um, the other day, um, someone posted that the last show, I think it was it was either Martin or Hatch, one of the refs, I think it was Martin, posted that the last show they had, which was also the last show that I had, was three months ago. And it's incredible how fast three months ago has been. Oh, man. I you know? It's crazy. It's fast, really fast. And obviously, there's been like loads of things happening, um, which are all important. But the thing is, because so much stuff happened, it seems like time has... Like like as expanded as well. It's 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 crazy how time can be slower and faster at the same time, depending on the perspective. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> but obviously, like we met via wrestling, right? Um, I, I think the first time we met was actually in training. Um, yeah, it was. And and it was really cool because like I had people around me going like, "Oh my god, that's Simon Miller." <laughs> <laughs> this is this is true, right? And I like I had no idea who Simon Miller was, right? It's just like a jacked up dude uh, that's like doing training and not not doing bad at it at all. And it's like, huh? Okay. And then I went see him, like, oh. 200,000. <laughs> okay, that works. Uh, <laughs> I see what's happening here. I see why everyone's so starstruck, you know. They start, they're more starstruck than seeing Simon Miller than seeing David Francisco, but that's okay. I see what's happening there. Um, when when do you start, like, making content um, the way you do? And did you start with wrestling? I presume so, because of Simon Miller 316, right? Well, I mean, yeah, it kind of ties in. Firstly, I want to, you know, anyone that said that to you, I do want to just say I massively appreciate it, because I still don't see myself that way. And I'm massively humbled by any story like that. It just puts a huge smile on my face. I always like to address it, because I think that it's... It's only fair. Uh, but no, actually, the way my YouTube stuff started was in video games. I used to I used to work in video games a long, old time ago. And, you know, sort of at the turn of the century, when, turn of the century, turn of the decade, last decade, 2010, when 
you know, YouTube was clearly becoming a thing and gaming seemed to be latching onto it. I went to the place where I was working. I was like, look, we really need to do this. And I was turned down. So I left that company because I believed in the YouTube game so much. And I went to a different website uh, where they allowed me to do the YouTube stuff. And yet it's there where it kind of it kind of sparked. And in terms of the, yeah, the at Simon Miller 316 on Twitter, it was simply because I needed a Twitter account. <laughs> I thought, this is, this is why I gave it 316. I don't think I would have done it if I had this sort of mad plan about wrestling. Because I thought, well, obviously I like wrestling. I like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can't be bothered to come up with some random numbers to put after my name. I just put 316. Uh, okay, it, it didn't pertain to anything I was doing. If I could change it now, I would. <laughs> but it's uh, but it's too late. Too late now. Yeah, absolutely. So yes. Were you, were you bald when you did uh, when you made yourself Simon Miller 316? No, I wasn't. I wasn't bald. I it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, it okay. would have been a good uh, good sort of three four years afterwards where I had to make the horrible decision to shave my head yeah but now I've embraced it so it's all good but yeah so it started in games and then when I was kind of done with that I thought right I like games but they've never been my sort of number one passion whereas wrestling always was so I said let's take this experience and try and you know try and make it work over there and here we are uh, yeah. and when how did you like obviously like you you were working with um um uh, what culture and, and and all that and they they became really big in terms of like creating infotainment content and entertainment content around wrestling uh, what made you decide to start training well i i tried before in fact this was my third attempt to try and do it um the first time around i don't really know why i stopped now i just think it was oh no no, no. so the first time was when i was in university and you know it, it, it was at a time when finding a wrestling school was really hard so I did the best that I could using the internet. And I, I remember I traveled, from, I went to university in Manchester and I traveled down to Sheffield one day. I got, I got all this information off the internet and I went to the building on a Sunday morning where they said they did training and it had been abandoned like, for at least a year. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I took the train back to Manchester. I didn't have a lot of money and I kind of think, I think I just burst my bubble a little bit. And then again in, two, yeah. in 2008, I tried again. Um, and, you know, what I learned then is just mentally I wasn't prepared for professional wrestling. Like the train, mm. the training I was put through was pretty, um, it's pretty intense as it has to be. And it just, it was just too much for me. And I think I kind of realized that and I was happy to step away. And yeah, so, so I was working at What Culture and they were asking for, for ideas. And then I was on the internet one day and it just popped up in my like Google News uh, notifications that a wrestling school was literally opening 15 minutes from my house. And I sat there, I was like, Simon, you've always said you wanted to do this properly. Not only have you been asked by your employer to come up with new ideas, a school has literally just landed on your doorstep. And I was like, it doesn't matter if it doesn't work, but this is the time where you just have to plow through and take it as far as you can. To So, just, so it's crossed off the list so that I never have to get to being an old man and really regretting not you know, not giving it a try, which I knew deep down would be the case. So yeah, so I said to What Culture, look, you know, we could probably document uh, me trying to become a wrestler. I think that would be good content. They agreed. And then I went down to the school. And again, like I say, it was pretty decent. And that was that. I was like, right, I'm sticking to this by hook or by crook. I'm getting one match out of it. That was my big plan. I'm getting one match out of it. And then I think like most people that get into it, you get addicted. <laughs> like I need this every yeah. single weekend minimum. And now here we are. Yeah, like almost four years later next month. Good grief. That's terrifying. That's awesome. <laughs> when uh, um obviously like all this time what you've been doing is uh doing creating content right and wrestling right i don't think that you had uh, another occupation for the last few years at least right uh, to correct me if i'm wrong um and um 
obviously like with the with wrestling now being down do you see yourself having more time to focus on um the content side of it um you are going a lot for your own brand instead of working for a different brand only. Do you think things are correlated there? How do you see right now your uh, your position as like a content creator since your position as a wrestler is a little bit on hold? I mean, you hit the nail on the head. You know, I think especially, you know, like people like yourself, you have that initial period, <coughs> excuse me, period where you're kind of crossing all these bookings off as they fall by the wayside. And I think mentally you have to get over that. Well, I certainly did because I was so excited about the everything I had for the for the remainder of 2020. But the way I had to deal with that was literally like, okay, I'm gonna assume everything from here on out is not going yeah. ahead. Yeah, and the difference will be if something says it does. Because if I had to like have the depressing uh, process of like waiting. Uh, holding on to the bookings and then waiting for the 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 message that I would say they were not going to happen, they would be so depressed. They're like, cross, cross, cross. It's true. Cross. Like, it's horrible. It's a horrible situation. Yeah. And then and then you come up with, well, if we do start, should I do it? Is that morally irresponsible? Is it socially irresponsible? You know, you have all these questions because we're living in this new world. But yeah, like I said, you smashed it. Once I got through that and I mentally accepted it, like, well, there's, you know, you, that's what I did. I doubled down on the content. I actually looked at the situation I was in and compared to some, you know, who've had horrible times, I was like, Simon, your job is literally trying to create entertainment for people that are sat at home. And right now there's a hell of a lot of people sat at home. So I was, I was, I was so lucky to, you know, to have invested all my time in doing that for a situation like this. And yeah, that's what I did. I doubled down on obviously the what culture stuff and I was able to, uh, you know, increase my workload a little bit there, but then I got my own channel and I started doing fitness videos, which I'd wanted to do for years, but I've just never found the time. And I found a little bit of an audience with that. So, you know, it, it's awesome to find a positive, um, you know, a positive avenue out of a horrible, horrible situation. Uh, but yeah. the, the weird thing was it, it served me well, probably up to this point, but I won't lie, um, sort of, you know, about the start of June, I would say, nah, maybe sort of first week of June, I did have this sort of pang. That, you know, while all this stuff is great and I love it and I'd never want to give it up, I wouldn't mind someone just sort of slamming me with a clothesline right now. <laughs> like, would be, that would be pretty good. So it's still, the, the, the desire to do it is still is still there. And I think that's good. I think that's good because, you know, some people may take some time off and go, actually, man, I prefer this. But I mean, my bones prefer it and my joints prefer it. I feel awesome in terms of my overall physical health is absolutely fantastic. But uh, yeah, mentally, I do. I certainly miss it. Man, I get the worst, um, what's the best term to use? Um, would it be like physical impact recoil? I don't know if that's the right word. Um, you know, you know how like uh, there's a there's a certain process when people are like uh, addicted to something and they 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 go through the process of uh, not being on the substances that are addicted. Again. Yeah, I forgot the name for that. Um, and um, and I feel like there's a, a obviously in a very different scale, way, way more smaller scale. Uh, how we're like we're all a little bit addicted to the impact, right? And then yeah. our body misses it. And I haven't done this. This in during like ever since wrestling stopped because of because of lockdown because I think that I understand why it is and I'm allowing myself to heal. But I remember periods where it'd be like for some reason I didn't train for a, a week or two in a row or something like that, and I see myself, especially when I was younger, I was still at school and training wrestling, and I would see myself like forcefully throwing myself against doors or forearming <laughs> posts or you know just uh, just like the, that. Uh, uh, that recoil, uh, you know, having to, to to still have some sort of, of impact in it. It's it's crazy. Yeah, no, um, you're right, man. You're 100% right. 
you're mentioning the the fitness videos and to be fair like um that's what brought me back or at least what i've seen recently of you a lot um uh, because you're like you're posting what every day now yeah well, um, i have the time man i was like screw it let's go in on this it's it's crazy and i've seen your like the the fitness video ones have been the ones that um that i've been uh that i've been watching most right because it's just good to like hear someone else's perspective on training one of the things that i wanted to do with myself was also like learn more about um like what you can do in the gym and training and all of that so that i can understand it better instead of just waiting for someone to tell me what to do and do it yeah um so like that was cool to like get me get me started and it's it's a good thing is this just fitness videos you've been doing or do you just like wake up with an idea for a topic and just go into it i mean it's mostly that one it's mostly that that my personal youtube channel has always just been the you know the amalgamation of all my thoughts and and creative ideas um, but yeah, I mean, with the fitness stuff, basically, it found more of an audience than I was expecting. And you know, one of the videos did quite well. So you know, it's like it's like a dog with a bone. As soon as you've got it, you're like, oh man, I want another bone. I'll see, I'll see where it's going. But no, I mean, I, I still, it's certainly sort of more skewed towards fitness now. Before it literally was, I couldn't even tell you what the theme of the channel was. But now, yeah, I'm trying to sort of keep it 70, 75% fitness. Again, because that's what the audience wants. And you've got to give the audience what they want. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing? But there's still sort of, yeah, 25% of just my, my usual madness, which I need to get out there. Otherwise, I'll, uh, I'll go nuts. But I'm really happy you said that about the, the fitness content, because that's why I started doing it. It seemed a little bit counterproductive at one point. because I was like, well, no one could even go to the gym. But then I thought, well, what do you do when you can't go to the gym? It's like, well, I try and educate myself so that when I can, I have all this new knowledge. So I thought, okay, I have some knowledge. I've been doing it a while. I'll throw it out there. And if people want to um, acknowledge it, great. If people want to sort of crap on it, that's fine too. I really, really don't mind. So to think that a few people have actually got something out of it, I'm, I'm kind of all right with it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. So see? yeah, I'll see where it goes. You know, you never know with YouTube, you know, the whole thing could fall apart tomorrow. And, you know, no one, there's no long-term studies because it's still this brand new thing. But it's been really, really cool to sort of get involved in something else that I'm massively passionate about. And I feel really, um, you know, just, I guess, blessed that I can I can do that too, you know. I just, I love talking about the stuff I love. I've got the wrestling and now I've got fitness. I just need to make a Metallica channel and then uh, <laughs> everything will be fine. When uh, um, uh, this all started, I was also like, okay, I got a lot of free time uh, now. What can I do about it? One of the big things is content as well. I I create content because I like to. Yeah, hell right? yeah. It's man. the number one reason why I do it, right? Obviously, there's other benefits to it and stuff. But like at the end of the day, why do I spend so much of my time doing YouTube videos and podcasts and thinking about the posts that I post on Instagram and Twitter? <laughs> because I like to. Yeah. It's At the end of the day, that's why it is. Um, and and there's a lot of benefits that come with it. I obviously like like to, to help people. I'm able to... I'm doing here on a podcast and uh, we're, we're going to do one as well. I'm doing a series called Learn the Ropes, which is like just... It's just... Um, uh, content directed at professional wrestling trainees, for example, right? And it's like, that's going to be helpful, you know? This conversation we're having right now is going to be helpful for people to distract their minds for a second and be able to just for like half an hour um, listen to something else and hopefully be entertained by uh, by our conversation as well. Um, and uh, one of the things that like I did when I had all this free time was like, okay, let's let's do it. Let, let's start all these things that I have in my mind that I haven't been able to continue because of the lack of time. And let's put all these projects on the, on the go. I, um, went, uh, I like started with a proper strategy with my, my YouTube channel. I started with a podcast properly and, uh, it's hard work, man. I don't know if I would be able to do it like once a day. It's, I, I admire that from you. Yeah. I, 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 I hardly put like a YouTube video once a week, man. 
um, at least when it comes to original content. So yeah, uh, this is my pat on the back to you because <laughs> I I admire that. Well, I appreciate it's incredible. It. Is it a hard process, or do you think that I just have so many years of it that um, you just do it and know what to do? Uh, I, I appreciate that. Firstly, man, that's really nice of you to say. But it it, it, it does suck. Like the YouTube model does suck, and. You know the, the 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 people that kind of and I'm talking sort of the super successful YouTubers. You know, uh, created this structure where daily post. Well, basically, YouTube saw such huge revenue growth from daily posting. That's how they changed their algorithms to try and you know to, to encourage other people to do it because the more content they have, the more money they can make. But yeah, it's not easy. It's really really not. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend making YouTube videos is as hard as you know, working down a mine or something like that. Like, it's an awesome job to have. But you're like you say, in terms of actually trying to get a video done daily, get it edited, come up with the idea to begin with, some days it can be really hard. Yeah, some days I literally wake up and I go, I haven't got a clue. I have absolutely no idea, <laughs> no idea what to do. And usually when that happens, you throw something up and it doesn't do very well because, of course, you're you're sort of reaching in deep. But the, the whole point, I never used to post um, daily on my on my own channel. Obviously, what culture is more of a big operation. It's got lots of people working for it. So that makes it a lot easier. It's like a production line. But again, it was like you said, you know, in the same way that you absolutely smashed it with your own stuff, you know, trying to actually set it up and and approach it in the right way. I was like, okay, what's something I've always wanted to try and uh, be more successful at? And it was, well, just my own content, just so that I have like this little cool passion project that's um, that's got a little bit of momentum. And so I just said to myself, you're going to, as best as you can, post every single day. And I think mostly since lockdown began, I don't usually post Sundays because I think it's good to have a day off. But other than that, yeah, it's, it's been six times a week. And, you know, it has helped a little bit. I can't lie. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how you keep up with that long term unless you're sort of making millions of dollars because it can be really frustrating. And the problem with YouTube is, you know, you can have a video do, you know, 100,000 views if it gets in the system right. And YouTube doesn't even consider that a big deal. So it completely breaks the numbers game entirely. And you're just like, you know, you start you start fussing over things that you shouldn't be fussing about. It's a very, very strange platform, but I'm not going to pretend I don't love it because I do. I've loved it for the last 10 years. And I just find the whole, you know, the ability to post something and get instant reaction and get instant engagement. It's much like wrestling. It's addictive. So, but it's, it can be tough. And I've seen other people sort of at a much higher level than me, you know, really struggle with it. And I understand why. I see a lot of people sort of crapping all over the goings. That sounds silly, but it can be, you know, it can be tough, especially when you're getting inundated with comments about, you know, whatever, Fanta or, or, or Johnny Sins or whatever else you want to, you want to put out there. <laughs> I just want to clarify, by the way, to everyone listening here, that uh, it's it's it doesn't offend me, right? Oh, yeah, but me neither. I, I love it. it. I love it. <laughs> it's just funny. But it gets to a point where it's not funny anymore, just because of the <laughs> amount of times you got it, you know? And then he goes all the way around because it's funny that people keep doing it, not realizing that you've obviously seen, seen it before. Yeah. It's not the first time you're seeing it. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's <laughs> the, the, the biggest thing about all of this is like creating um, an audience, right? Because like with with um, with YouTube, you're not going to get direct, like YouTube's not going to pay you millions of dollars to, because of the content you're creating. Uh, they hardly pay thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, um, and um, and you're not going to get like a directory financial revenue from there, but it at least allows you to continue a relationship with people who know you are and have had that relationship with you before, right? Yeah. To me, the way I see it, like this podcast, my YouTube video, my YouTube videos, um, 
a, a photo I post on on Instagram, a TikTok that I try to do, and I've the, uh, tried to, to like uh, go into TikTok and do some stuff there. Um, I'm not dancing, by the way. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not following TikTok trends. I'm just trying to be David Francisco on TikTok, which is different. Uh, but um, it's like um, everyone that's seen me wrestle before and maybe liked me and decided to follow me somewhere, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, it allows me to continue that relationship with that person and that person continue a relationship with me. And if they cannot see me wrestle, then maybe they'll be able to to have that relationship uh, with another, another way. Well, obviously, it's not going to be like a friendship, right? Um, but that's not the role that I play in that person's life. I, I play the role of entertaining them and hopefully like help them somehow, even if indirectly. And it's it's good to create that platform and um and you are creating that platform on um, on youtube as well yeah um it's it's great if people want to actually thank you you have a patreon right it's it's the number one focus and the number one way people can support simon miller um i am a patron by the way it's really easy to to sign up uh and uh every month simon gets money from my account um, i did know that dude. A... that's very kind man yeah. thank you very much i did not know that that's lovely of you the way i see it right is like I've seen so many of your videos, right? And I have that money to spare. Why not help you out? Continue to do the videos that have entertained me before. Well, um, that's still very kind of you, though, man. I, I genuinely mean this. Like when when anybody supports me on that, like I, I do need it, you know, in terms of my personal projects. I wouldn't be able to. I'd have to go out there and get other jobs, you know, to, to be able to afford to live. But still, for anyone to sort of put their hand in their pocket and want to support, it blows my brain. It does. That's very kind of you, man. And it and it's like it. You're living a life that makes you happy right now. And I'm contributing to that somehow. Yeah, you are. I know that you makes are. me happy too. Well, that, that's that, you know? that's what I, you you hit the nail on the head when you're talking about it a minute ago in terms of the relationships that we build uh, through YouTube. And I never really under uh, understood it from uh, from sort of my perspective. And then I was this is years ago now. And then I saw somebody at a gaming convention that I watched on YouTube all the time. And I did. I reacted like it was brad pitt or something and i had this sort of epiphany moment i was like ah, oh, right yeah because you do see these people every day and while you're not having a conversation with them they just become part of your life uh, and then for someone to actually take that next step and then want to invest in what i'm doing too it is so humbling and it, it is kind of awesome in one way and it motivates you too like i i'm there's nobody is better at getting in their own head than i am and being a bit too too critical and so when someone only you know throws a few bucks your way but then sends you a message just oh man i really you know, that, really, that fitness content really sort of got me inspired to go to the gym. I'm the happiest man in the world. I'm like, what a fantastic situation to be in. So, yeah, that thank you, man. You've made my day with that. I had no idea. I appreciate it. There you go. I'm just here to make people happy. <laughs> tell us about your uh, tell us about your Patreon. Yeah. How can people... Well, your Patreon and like your YouTube and whatever people can see to, to check. Let's The Patreon is, is the end. Once you see Simon's, if you think that it will add any like entertainment value to your life, then if you want to contribute, sure. But check him out first. Where can people find you and check you out? Yeah, absolutely. So you just search for Simon Miller on YouTube. I kept it nice and simple. Uh, you can find all my YouTube stuff. Exactly, which is the, is the measuring stick. You can decide whether I'm worthy of your money and you're absolutely allowed to rate, make that judgment. If you want more specific wrestling stuff, obviously I'm over at What Culture, What Culture Wrestling. Uh, just go find those guys. I mean, again, they are a, they're a unit right now, but uh, I, I love them. I love them to death and I love my work there. And then, yeah, sort of the end goal to, to sort of support all my personal stuff is just patreon.com, of course, forward slash Simon Miller 316. And I do try to treat it like a shop. 
Like I've got nothing for respect to people that just go, hey man, it's like a kitty jar. That's cool. I like to treat my, mine like Sainsbury's. So, you know, depending on how much money you want to put in, I will make sure that you get something back out of it, be it a t-shirt or a handwritten note for me, or I have a wrestling podcast you can come on, or I'll do you a cameo video, you know, whatever kind of thing that you want. I like people to feel feel like they've got something out of it as well as supporting me with my content. So yeah, if you want to check it out, it's all there. There you go. Simon, great catching up with you. And you, man. I appreciate you having me on, dude. And I'm glad that you're doing all right in this uh, this crazy time when wrestling has just vanished from our lives. We'll endure. It will be back. It will be better. And I can't wait to be a part of it. Hell yeah, man. Me too. I look forward to it. And we still need to have a match. So, you know, something yeah. to do. I'll, I'll kick hair back out of your hair. <laughs> what? I haven't, done, I haven't done a promo in so long, man. I was still threatened. I was still threatened by it. It, it, it was just like, I didn't know what it meant. So I was like, oh no, he's going to do something terrible to me. <laughs> the worst imaginable thing. Yeah. Awesome. Good to see you, man. And you, man. Thanks very much. Well, that was fun. Really fun. I hope we enjoyed it. Make sure you're following Simon at SimonMiller316 everywhere in the world of the internet. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and check out his Patreon. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world. Make sure you follow me at DeFrancisco underscore one in your favorite social media platform. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>